Welcome to The Covid Effect, a podcast mini-series brought to you by The Razor's Edge. In this series, we talk to music industry insiders delving into the effects the Covid pandemic has brought upon each guest's field within the industry. The Beardy Monkey here from the Razor's Edge, and today I'm talking to Anthony Knight, owner of UKTR, or Unite the Realm Apparel. Welcome, man. How are you, man? I'm all good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, nice day today, so we've. Uh, I've seen you've been down the beach. Um, are you free enough to have a nice yeah. relaxing day? Yeah, yeah, a little beach picnic um, before Easter Sunday dinner, which was, which was nice, a bit of lamb. You, you um, had a picnic yeah. before dinner? Huh? You had a picnic before dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's, it's one of those days of the year, like Christmas, where you can just eat a shitload of foods and be okay with that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for, for those who are not aware, uh, could you just give a quick overview of who you are? So, yeah, um, I'm Anthony Knight. I, I'm the owner of UKTR Apparel. Uh, we're an independent alternative clothing brand um, focusing on anything from death metal um, inspirations to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so a lot of nerdy shit in there as well. Uh, I'm the former vocalist of death metal band Getica, uh, some people may or may not have heard of. Um, I'm former co-host and compare of Metal to the Masses, Coventry and occasional gig promoter cool nice one well first of all obviously you've, you've just mentioned Getica so let's go right back to the beginning and let's talk about Getica um, how did you come to be in Getica so obviously Get, Get, Getica were a band before uh, before you joined weren't they yeah so yeah um, so I mean they've just come off the back of uh, their first album release um, and tour Um and uh, I think they were they were in the in the midst of sort of writing new material. Um, and I think behind the scenes wise, before I knew anything about it, they were looking at potentially reevaluating like their their lineup right. and stuff, and potentially introducing um, a, a sole vocalist rather than like Scott used to do a lot of the, the vocals as well as guitar. Yeah. Um, so I was sort of I was invited along to play a Halloween show with them. So we did. Um, did a few rehearsals with them um, uh, before the show, and basically, that as it turned out, unknown to me, they were actually auditions. Um, they just didn't tell me about it until after the show. Um, and apparently, I passed with flying colours yeah. somehow. And uh, yeah, they asked me to join there just after the Halloween show. So it was like I say, it was <laughs> unknowingly uh, being invited to audition for them where I thought I was just doing a little guest slot so it was it was pretty cool but yeah I, I didn't have a clue about it <laughs> awesome man um, so what, what did you learn from from being in being in a band kind of like, you know like and, and moving forwards um, I think yeah I I learned a lot from being in Getica particularly um like my stagecraft is um, as a vocalist and just general self-confidence out of that as well. Um, you know, it really sort of brought me out my, my shell as, a, as both a frontman and uh, just as a person. Um, yeah. Always been pretty shy up until that point. So um, I guess, you know, it, it made me a bit more confident in my own um, ability. Um, 
in all aspects um, of life and what, and what I could go on to do. So, um, and aspects of professionalism on and off stage as well um, at shows and, and whatnot. Um, and like supporting other bands and things like that. It's just the little things um, like that, just having like a respect for yeah. the other bands, the promoters, and, you know, putting that into everyday life and business. It's getting to know a few more people and, you know, opening up a few more doors and just generally being supportive, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of what I do now with, um, which I'm sure we'll come to in a bit, but with the UKTR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I can say, I, you know, developed vocal style, pushed out of comfort zones. Um, I got I got into like booking some of our tours as well. Mm. Um, I got into dealing with a lot of the merchandise, um, which you know I was talking to a lot of artists, going through design concepts, um, and then I worked in the layouts um, of like you know the albums and stuff like that, um, as well as like the t-shirts. So all of that ended up leading to what I wanted to kind of. Do, which was clothing brands in the end. Um, so, you know, it impacted my life massively. Yeah, awesome, man. So would you say your your overall experience of being in a band was positive or negative or, or a bit of both? Um, I mean, it's always a little bit of both, I guess. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's mostly positive, though. I mean, you know, there's, there's always disagreements from time to time. Uh, in bands just always is um, and there's always that one shitty promoter on a tour you know mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff that you have to kind of deal with um, but you know, everything else is great um, got to work with some amazing promoters um, and producers so you know we worked with like Russ Russell Justin Hill from Sixth yeah. uh, Owen Davis as well um, recorded our Monster Morning album with um, we've got to play Bloodstock a couple of times we've toured all around the country supported and headline shows with loads of bands that we love um met tons of great people while we were doing it mm. um so yeah I mean, it's the the good stuff more than outweighs uh the negatives um of my in my experience at least is, is that is that kind of how you feel when you reflect on on getica like you know is, is that sort of the, the good stuff outweighs the outweighs the bad yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it, it's you know, you definitely get nostalgic about it. Um, you know, and so you know, kind of did step away. You do start looking back and, and missing it. Um, sort of wishing that you could have done more because you know, I think as a band, we had the potential to do more than we did. Yeah. Um, you know, if we could do it all over again, knowing what we know now, all that sort of you know hindsight stuff. Um, you know, I think we could have gone further than we did. Yeah. Um, but it's all. Positive stuff, though. You know, I you know I loved every minute minute of it. Um, I'm incredibly proud of the music that we created together. Yeah. Um, I just guess I, wish, I just wish we made the most of our potential. That's um, one sort of like niggling point, I guess. But mm. no, I, you know, I look back on it fondly. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel old when I look back and see you know pictures of uh, <laughs> ten years ago me on stage and stuff, and you, you think you still kind of look like that, and you look in the mirror and you go, nope. Nope, no. not at all. Um, but yeah, old and nostalgic. Who, who came up with the with the gentleman the the gentleman look? Was that was that you? Or? No, that was uh, well before I joined. It was. I mean, they kind of had. They still had like the spiffing uh, and all that sort of stuff going on, and um, they had a bit more of like military attire. And um, when I came into the band, they were sort of talking about changing it, and I think they'd just come up with the idea of doing it more. Like gentlemen in sort of like waistcoats and things like that. So 
but I think it was more coming from probably Scott and Chris, I think. Yeah. Um, from what I remember, I could be wrong. Um, yeah. I think it was probably those two with that sort of like creative influence of like the on stage sort of lock. But yeah, that was um, that was just as I was coming into the band. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Um, so are you... I mean, obviously, you, you, you've been out of a band now for, for a few years. 2016, was it? You left Getica? Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah, probably something like that. Uh, 16, 17, maybe, yeah. was the last gig. Something like that. 16 or 17, I can't remember now. But, but yeah, uh, a few years ago now. It was with the Bar and Decimation, wasn't it? The the last, last couple of gigs, I think. Um... There was that. There was that yeah, one. Yeah, we way. did a little tour. Yeah. We did a little tour with them, and then our last show was in the Arches in Coventry, and we had we actually had Conjurer support us, which was pretty cool. So, because <laughs> <laughs> we played a few gigs with them over over the years, and we're one of our favourite bands. So they yeah. they thankfully said yes to, to come in and play with us. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, Codex and Monterius as well, who we'd done a little tour with and Face of Ruin as yeah. well. Good guys in that band. So um, yeah. I, but yeah, I forget whether that was. It might have been the start of 2017. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, is is there any uh, any future of you returning to the microphone? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually already in uh, another project, and I've been for a, a couple of years now. Um, I mean, COVID slowed things down a little over the uh, <laughs> the last twelve months or so, but. Um, you know, we've had a few stop-start things along the way, just, you know, life happening. But I've been back at it behind the scenes um, and I've actually been building a, um, I've been having it built, um, a home office come recording studio uh, mm-hmm. home. So uh, I'll be back at it properly in the next few weeks. I've just had all of my studio stuff arrive last week. So mm-hmm. we're starting to get all that set up pretty soon um, no, so I've never had like a home practice space before you know it's always been relied, relied on going into a studio so it's going to be pretty cool having that um, at my disposal so yeah be fully back on it um, in the next few weeks and as a band we're hoping to record later this year cool. all being well um, so yeah keep an eye on nice one man um, so let's obviously uh, move forward so we're here to talk about UKTR so um, in 2014 you started UKTR uh, yeah. So where did the idea come from? Um, I mean, like I said earlier, I'd sort of dealt with merch in previous bands, um, including Getica, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed working with artists and bringing different concepts to life, um, arranging the layouts of merch and album inlays and everything. Um, you know, I just enjoyed the design work aspect of it. Um, so decided to give my own brand a shot mm-hmm. um, yeah it was, you know something I thought about the more and more I started getting involved with the, the merchandising in the bands and so I actually really enjoy this you know I hate my real job so <laughs> why not just try and do set this up and see where it goes yeah so, yeah it, was, it came from directly from um, being in bands and dealing with that sort of stuff okay fair play man so, so it's kind of taking Take, taking elements of the music industry and, and sort of bending yeah. it to, to kind of what you wanted to do. Um, where, exactly, yeah. Where, 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 where did the name come from? Um, it's, um, so, yeah, it's, it's a kind of a play on my surname, Knight. Um, so, Unite the Realm. Um, 
and the concept of the brand as well. So the concept behind it was I wanted to work with other artists and bands and basically like create our own little mini community empire sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so Unite the Round was born from that. It's, uh, yeah, my name plus the concept of the, the brand. Awesome, man. Um, so what, what, what kind of were your primary objectives when you started up? Um, work with awesome artists and bands, mutually promote each other. That was like one of the big things, um, you know, all, the whole idea of this sort of like community sort of feel to it, you know, all working together to build sort of a bit of a project and promote each other, you know. Yeah. Artists work with me, I'll make sure they're always credited and I, you know, tag them in things. So hopefully, whether it's bands or other brands or, or people who want anything doing uh, artwork-wise, they've can flag them up and give them a follow on social media and call upon them when they need to. Yeah. Same with bands, you know, um, getting involved with bands and things like that. Um, they get to, you know, get some stuff to wear on stage and it that promotes me and, you know, equally when I share stuff to do with them and I'll pop them up on the website as well uh, yeah. on our endorsements page. Hopefully a few more people are discovering them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean initial sort of thing was to a bit of that and put on some shows as well uh, sell some merch have fun and basically try to break even initially you know um, <laughs> at best but um, and those basics kind of remain the same now you yeah. know only um, I kind of expect to make profit providing there isn't another minor apocalypse anytime soon at least <laughs> yeah definitely well I mean like uh, obviously just before the pandemic started uh, you uprooted your business and your family yeah. moved into Cornwall. Um, that is a huge change. Um, how has the new start really helped your creativity and helped your business move forwards? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the move and stuff and living where we do now in Cornwall, it's, it's been bliss, um, especially given that well, we, we managed to get down here. I think it was the day before we went into full lockdown. So we got in, we just literally scraped in being managing to get like the removal firm to actually come and move our stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that, that was lucky, um, but it, you know, it, it has, it's been bliss. Um, you know, we wanted to make the move for a while um, and we we're fortunate to be in a position to do so. Um, and that's like the creativity aspect, you know, it certainly inspired that, you know, well, we don't exactly create, surfwear or anything like that and spending time at the beach and just relaxing listening to the sea you know it really helps to refocus um you know i can spend days working on designs and barely leave the house you know so having a bunch of beaches five to ten minutes away mm. is an absolute blessing for that sort of recentering and clearing your head for ideas and creativity to flow again so yeah. from you know it, it has been yeah, it's been an absolute blessing being here. Mm, it's supposed to clear uh, Cornish pasties as well inside. Cornish pasties, <laughs> yeah. It's ale, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, with the, with the effects of the pandemic, how has this affected, um, you know, I'd say the, the fashion industry, but, you know, like, sort of your your business um, and, and obviously working in fashion, that sort of thing, how has that really affected what you do? I mean, yeah, it's um, it's made things incredibly difficult. That's for sure. Um, I mean, we we noticed the effects and severity, you know, um, as soon as the first lockdown announcement was made in March. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we've just launched one of our pre-orders, our, our Lich pre-order. Yeah. And, you know, the first few days were going great. Um, and then as soon as the announcement was made, orders just stopped. And I mean, like completely for yeah. a month and a half, two months, we just didn't have anything. Yeah. Um, you know, we had to cancel the pre-order in the end and issue refunds uh, because we just couldn't afford to take the hits on, you know, well, we could get, we could afford to get this stuff, but could we move it? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you know, little things like that were, you know, obviously weren't great. It was, uh, it was worrying for, for a time. Um, orders were probably pretty, I think that was pretty sporadic up until August, September time. And then picked up for a bit. Yeah. And then December obviously went quiet again, which coincided with the other lockdown. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been difficult. And we've had to be extremely cautious with new releases and things, um, sort of biding our time and, and trying to do things right. But mm. yeah, it's it's been difficult. Mm. I mean, because obviously as well, people aren't really people aren't really prioritising new clothes when they you know potentially haven't got a job or you know they're on furlough and stuff. It's yeah. you know bills and foods. You know, we we understood that we were like kind of bottom of that sort of pile of needs and wants sort of thing so um yeah like i say we're having to be really cautious yeah i mean you used to uh do a lot of the events like comic con and things like that as well didn't you Uh, and obviously um having your own shop you know obviously during during the pandemic you also set up a a shop as well Um, yeah great time to set up a shop (laughs) (laughs) so so how have you adapted to survive as a business then I mean, yeah, like I said, we used to. Are you still working that out? <laughs> comic cons, huh? Oh, he's still working that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's <laughs> um, yeah. We used to do a lot of comic cons, tattoo conventions. You know, they were they were a huge chunk of our income and like the face to face promotion side of things as well. So losing them, that's it's been pretty devastating to be honest. Yeah. Um, I would say we opened up a little shop. A tail end of last year um, to try and fill some of that void left by the conventions mm. but you know that's also been really stop start you know I think we opened up at the end of October and worked a total of five weeks to date yeah like to now <laughs> um, with all the lockdown so you know that's you know, it sucks really but um, fortunately you know the, the, the place that we're renting is you know they're fees have been lowered and things like that so it's manageable but yeah, yeah it's not been ideal we've had to rely on a lot of um, pre-order campaigns more than we've ever had to uh, yeah. to fund the new releases normally we do try and do a couple of those and, and order in like a, a bunch of other designs as well so we've just got you know people aren't having to pre-order and wait we've got like the stock for people to just order and get them straight away but yeah. with we're solely doing pre-orders at the moment which you know isn't ideal um yeah. we've had to do a whole bunch of sales and competitions to boost um to boost our own sales and promotion uh, you know we've even had to delve into the whole paid promotions on social media to try and reach new customers it's again that void lost by going around the country doing comic cons and tattoo conventions yeah. you know we're, when we're limited to the people that we can kind of reach at the moment yeah, yeah. um you know i'm having to keep all of any of the new artworks it's all having to be in house rather than working with <laughs> some of the amazing artists that we know and have co- collaborated with before. Um, 
I mean, I guess one of the positives has been discovering and rediscovering in some cases new bands to work with. Yeah. Because um, I mean, while well, they can't gig, you know, we've we've still found that you know it's given us chance to actually sort of discover these bands again. So you know, we've taken on Netherhall, uh, Callous Hands, Ashen Crown, and Night Lives. Yeah. Um, plus two streamers, content creators, um, in Goliath Studios. Um, so they review guitars, basses, and they, they also build pedals. And Beardageddon, who's a hugely popular Twitch streamer, playing lots of Sea of Thieves, um, and you know the the lad himself Dax who I know from his time as uh, vocalist of Kaideka oh. so you know, it's kind of cool to be working with him again yeah. um, you know we, we even put out um, a free to download um, tabletop RPG as well during the first lockdown uh, <laughs> I mean that was mostly like a labour of love but yeah. hopefully it kept a few people entertained during lockdown you know it's <laughs> kept me sane for a bit when you know we had like those laws in kind of sales and work activity so yeah. yeah we're doing everything we could to sort of uh, <laughs> try and reach people and you know boost that sort of promotion so yeah, it's, yeah it's been difficult and we've had to adapt yeah well I mean look obviously you've, you've sort of mentioned you know the new artists that you endorse and that sort of thing um why is it important for you to to work alongside musicians and have your company uh run alongside the music industry as well is that an aim or is that a, you know was that, was that a choice or was that just something that this just gradually yeah happened? I mean like like I say it's been um, I, you know, I, I love music like I said before it's the, the whole sort of ethos of, of UKTR from the from the beginning was to work with artists and, and bands um, you know I, music still inspires a bunch of the designs that I produce in-house and the kind of aesthetic that I go for even when I go to other artists with a concept yeah. um, you know and I want to help support um, like the UK independent music scene because um, I mean it's all mutual promotion mutual promotion I can get my words out um, you know from a, a business point of view from both sides that's um, you know it, it's, it's good for both both sides um, you know and hopefully when we post about the awesome bands that we endorse they gain some new fans and, and vice versa you know it, it's um, the mutual promotion side of thing is is the key to, to what we're all about yeah. um, you know, and when the time is right again I'd love to put on some gigs to showcase a bunch of the bands that we work with you know hopefully we sell a bit of of merch while we're there as you know same for them and you know put on, put on some good Good shows, as you know, whenever that's allowed to be a thing again, it's uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel, though it seems at least. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, <laughs> during these times, uh, mental health can can take take a bit of a battering. Um, what have you done to to look after yourself? I mean, I've um, mentioned today, like beach days. Yeah. Um, you know, we're fortunate to have beaches five, ten minutes away. Um, so beach days, woodland walks. Yeah. Um, we've got so much natural beauty surrounding us. So just getting that sort of bit of escapism. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, we, you know, I've been playing a lot of uh, Dungeons Dragons with our old home group from Coventry. Yeah. Um, doing stuff online a bit more, but. Um, 
yeah, and I joined another game with some some of the friends as well. So yeah, um, yeah sporadic exercise as well. <laughs> Nowhere near as much as I should. But, you know, I miss the gyms, but they all kind of got a bit bit lazy with that, I guess. But you know, just, just bits. You know, when it when it does that sort of mental health side of things to start creeping in, you know, yeah. you start noticing the you know the anxiety and the stress and whatnot sort of starting to pick up again. Exercise is the best relief that you can get. Um, so you know, I've been doing that where where I can around kids, sort of thing. But you know, family time as well has been you know a good distraction. Um, just forgetting about work and and the whole situation and just mm. spending time with the kids and my wife, just letting loose, being silly. Yeah. mostly annoying my wife um, <laughs> you know that's kind of what's well, been keeping me going is both driving her insane but you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, kept, it's kept me going for, uh, for the last part months anyway <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, I, you know we, we, we're looking at you know things are starting to uh, look like there's a glimmer of hope as, as you sort of mentioned there um, yeah. do you see light at the end of the tunnel Definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, from our business perspective, things have picked up over the last month or so. So, fingers crossed, we're kind of, you know, we've, we're coming to the end of this absolute shit show over, you know, the last 12 months. Um, and hopefully starting to see a bit of a return to some kind of normality. You know, seeing, seeing gigs and festivals sort of coming back you know I mean I don't know in what capacity that's going to end up being mm. you know, I, I haven't got massive confidence for some of the stuff in the summer I mean I, I hope I'm wrong um, yeah. I think a lot of I think a lot of us need it you know that sort of you know get to a festival and have have some fun with friends and you know that we don't see very often and <laughs> haven't seen for you know a year or so now yeah. um, you know, return to that and you know back to business as usual again because you know we started 2020 as a business really really strong yeah um until obviously the coronavirus kicked in and the lockdowns and stuff and and it's not just us it's been been everyone you know i mean i think you know fashion industry and music industry are probably two that have been hit particularly hard and in that, you know, people aren't prioritising buying clothes, they might buy music, but yeah. musicians make a lot of their money from touring, yeah. you know, and, and selling merch and things like that. And they're not getting faces with many people as they normally would. So hopefully, uh, you know, I, I can see light at the end of the tunnel. And I, um, yeah, I, you know, I hope it's not too long before we can, you know, have two, three, hundred of us, you know, crammed into a small venue watching the independent music circuit thrive once again yeah man definitely um what kind of uh what what can we expect now from from uktr moving forward have you got a plan so like as soon as things can get back to normal have you got a plan of how you're going to move the business forward yeah we've got like things that we want to do obviously we want to move away from pre-orders again because that was plan for last year we want to be able to just get stock in you know of like you know that cushion of of funds that you know where it's it's safe to do so and you know um we want to do like a range of uh you know kids t-shirts as well we wanted to expand in now we keep getting asked about a lot of that um homeware range things like that um some one-off bespoke garments as well something that i've wanted to do for a long time since i started the brand mm. work with some sort of you know um 
designers, seamstress and stuff like that and go, you know, give them some ideas and go, yeah, go mad with that sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, it's it's going to be a gradual thing. We're going to keep doing a lot of what we're currently doing, um, managing it sensibly um, as best we can um, with with the pre-orders. But hopefully, you know, for for the future and stuff, there's a lot of plans that we've got. Um, We want to get back into traveling the country, seeing, um, you know, lots of conventions and, and maybe into some gigs and festivals and things like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's lot, lots of things that we want to do. We want to discover a lot more bands to work with and, you know, other artists and individuals, um, you know, and hopefully put on some UKTR shows and just have an absolute ton of fun doing it all. Um, but yeah, that's, hopefully not too far off in the future now definitely yeah. um so where, where where can we find out about unite the realm uh we're on instagram and facebook so if you search uktr apparel on both of those uh, on instagram it's uktr underscore apparel um we've got our own website as well um so unite the realm all one word um and for those because i know i'm aware this is going out uh, as an audio so it's u-k-n-i-t-e for unite because i like to be awkward so unite the realm all one word dot co dot uk and that's our website and you'll be able to find all of our goodies on there um we're running a massive sale at the moment uh, across store so um, you can grab a lot of stuff for for pretty cheap. So yeah, get on it. Um, follow us on socials, and you'll see a whole bunch of new stuff coming up in the near future. Well, mate, thank you very much for for the time. Thanks, Ant, uh, for just chatting with us at the Razor's Edge. Um, so as Ant just sort of said, head over to the UKTR website to check out the fantastic apparel that Ant 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 has in stock. <laughs> the website is www.unitetherealm.uk or check out or type in uh, UKTR apparel into your Google search. Mate, uh, I wish you all the best and hopefully see you sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Definitely. No, thanks for this, mate. It's been awesome. Thank you very much. No worries. Take care, man. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.theraisersedge.rocks.